There's an old adage that says oil and water don't mix. And while this is true, there is a way to mix oil and water so that they are kept from separating. That process is called an emulsion, or the combinations of liquids that don't dissolve into each other. It wasn't until 1853 that the first emulsifiers, such as mono and diglycerides, were synthesized by the Frenchman Marcelin Berthelot. What's interesting about an emulsion, besides the fact that it allows oil and water to mix, is that even though the colour of water is clear and oils come in various shades of yellow, when you mix them together with an emulsifier, the resulting liquid is always milky white. There are even videos online about this in what's known as the Ouzo effect, showing that when you mix crystal clear water with a crystal clear herb liquor called Ouzo, the resulting liquid is milky white. In fact, the word emulsion from Latin literally means to milk. While this effect has been known to scientists for a few hundred years, 1400 years ago, long before emulsification or alcohol distillation were developed, the Holy Quran spoke of a wine that would flow in paradise, a wine made from herb liquor that when mixed with spring water turned milky white. Now to understand the enormity of this incredible fact a little better, one must look at the history of emulsification as well as the history of alcohol and alcoholic beverages like wine, beer and more importantly herb liquors with a much higher alcohol content. Today's herb liquors are an alcoholic beverage with a high alcoholic strength of 40% alcohol or more. Herb liquor has a strong herbal flavour and more importantly is transparent, but it becomes white when mixed with water. You might know of some herb liquors, including the aforementioned Ouzo, as well as Pastis, Serac, Raki, Sambuca and others. The herb blends used in herb liquor might be anise, anise star, peppermint, ginger, clove, fennel, lemongrass, camphor, cinnamon, more, and differ from company to company. The production of herb liquor begins with this distillation of high-strength alcohol, 96% alcohol, together with herbs. Herb liquors and high-strength alcohol distillation go together hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. Distilling high-strength alcohol together with herbs allows the essential oil in the herbs to dissolve in alcohol and become invisible and soluble, which is why herb liquors are transparent. Using an alcoholic beverage like wine or beer won't work because the alcohol strength is much too low. In fact, in 1996, it was shown that making wine or beer with over 15% alcohol content by volume isn't possible using traditional fermentation methods because yeast won't reproduce over that 15% limit. But as we just said, a high strength alcohol is needed as a prerequisite for the production of herb liquors, as it allows the herb's essential oils to uniformly dissolve in it. The high strength alcohol is the emulsifier. When mixing herb liquor with water, it turns white. The reason for that is that once herb liquor is mixed with water, an emulsion is formed between the water, the herb's essential oils and the alcohol, the emulsifier. And as we mentioned earlier, an oil water emulsion is always milky white in colour. As the Holy Quran said 1400 years ago, a wine that mixes with water and is milky white. But here's the amazing part, alcohol distillation didn't truly start until the 12th century in the school of Salerno in Italy and then with fractional distillation in the 13th century which was developed by Taddeo Alderotti. In fact it wasn't until the 15th century that alcohol distillation was used to make significant quantities of alcoholic beverages. Moreover, the first attempt at distilling alcohol, made by the talented Arabian Muslim chemist Jabir Ibn Hayyan, took place almost a century after the Holy Quran was revealed, as that's when Ibn Hayyan was born. 
In short, long before alcohol distillation, emulsification and herb liquors, the Holy Quran was already talking of the milky white wine that the dwellers of paradise would drink. Long before either process was created, the Holy Quran described the wine of paradise as a herb liquor that when mixed with the spring water there would turn milky white. These quotes from the Holy Quran are the proof, and they, the people who won paradise, shall be made to drink therein a cup of wine, the admixture of which is ginger. Surely the righteous shall drink of a cup of wine, the admixture of which is camphor. A cup of wine shall be made to go round them, the people who won paradise, from water running out of springs, white, delicious to the drinkers. Think about that for a moment. In the seventh century, the century when the Holy Quran was revealed, herb liquor simply did not exist. People at that time only knew about traditionally fermented beer and wine, a process that's been used since ancient times to produce wines and which normally doesn't develop an alcohol content over roughly 15%. What is even more amazing is that while Muslims are forbidden to drink alcoholic beverages while here on earth, the Holy Quran promised that those who win paradise would be able to do so and drink an alcoholic beverage that at the time was completely unknown to man in any way. It certainly seems to show that the Holy Quran is the literal word of God and not the writings of a prophet. Even as the white colour today results due to the emulsion formed with mixing herb liquor with water, the Holy Quran spoke of it long before man ever made it happen.